Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to the wider audience, really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. We are Aloha. live. We're alive. We're alive <laughs> and alive, but we are there. So yeah. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy so Tuesday. yeah, it's been a productive Tuesday. We've been we've been moving along. Um, you know, and, and that's what it is. You just have to keep pushing forward, right? So um yesterday I feel like we had some rocky, a rocky day. Um I worked out like in the dark last night. Like that's how the day we you know, we ended up just eating with the kids at like five. Yeah. We usually eat like a little bit later. Um and then today we woke up and I realized you know we, we've been doing intermittent fasting. We had like 16 hours between our in- eating period, um, which felt good though. I, felt I good. I didn't really feel it until maybe around yep. seven-ish, and I was just like, wow, I'm I'm kind of yep. hungry. Yeah, and so got up, got my run in, you got your workout in. Yep. And we just kept moving along, right? And these little things come up. You know, we, we've been um, quarantined with the family down the street and their, mm-hmm. their um, child wasn't feeling well today, so they didn't come come down. So we just had to change and just pivot. And that's yeah. what we do, life daily. And just having our quote-unquote foundation, right? To always go back to, to know what the most important thing is. And it's our family, right? Yes. So, okay, so we just dove in. Made sure the kids are really just getting things moving. Um, they're in there reading right now, doing their things, and then now here we yeah, are. Yeah, today was uh, Luke's last day of kindergarten. Yeah. So thank you again. If any teachers are watching this, thank you so much to all the teachers for everything that you've done, all the first responders, everybody that has cared for our children. And, of course, I am going to thank, and I thank you too, mm-hmm. all the parents, all the parents that stepped up, and all of a sudden we all had to watch our children. So here is a big old pat on your back, all the pats. Good work. Yeah, your kids should be out of school. Some some states, your kids are already out of school, but New Jersey, our kids uh, ended school today. So, but just goes to show like how important you are in your your child's development, mm-hmm. right? So, just making sure that you know if if they have things they can do, just checking with them, making sure that we're we're aligning them to to be in the best position to to move forward in their lives. Yes, yes, and it's a constant forward motion, not only for us but for our children as well. So today we are actually talking Hi, about Dana. what? What are we talking about? We are talking about, are we doing just enough? Okay. Are we doing just enough? And we set goals, we set agendas, right? We set things we want to accomplish, but sometimes it's just okay, right? And But we're allowing ourselves to, to be just okay. And that limits where we can go. We're all put here not to be average. We're all put here not to live bland lives. We're all put here to not just do the minimum. But we give ourselves that threshold. And when we do that, then then we tell ourselves it's it's okay for what we're doing. But when we don't have the results from it, we, we wonder why. Yeah, if you're only doing enough or the bare minimum or or whatever it is, if you're not taking that extra step, then you're never going to get to that extra thing that you want, that goal, that amazing, I don't know, silver, whatever it is that you're looking for. You're never going to get there if you don't take those extra steps to do that. 
So thinking about it, what is in your day that you say, okay, I'm going to get this done, but you just get it done just enough to get it done. It, and that's the narrative you're setting, not only for yourself, but for those around you, right? So if you are the leader of a team or, or the owner of a business or the other person, and you're not putting forward that best step, right? And you're saying, okay, I'm doing, just doing enough. Well, then you can't be disappointed if everybody else around you is just doing enough. If you're not setting the narrative and you're not putting the work forward and showing by example, then that is going to be really, I, I would say, the, the, the overall, what would be the right wording? So that, that would be the general through line for your company and your success, mm-hmm. right? It's just going to be enough. And well, it's enough kind of, until it's not enough. What kind of mission statement is that? Just do enough. Just do enough, right? <laughs> yeah, so Nike had that one. I, I'm sure maybe it was taken and they jumped to this other one. Just do it, right? So in that fact, I think they did a little better there. But you yes. look at that, but that, that says something, right? So, and that goes on a point. Just do it as that own concept, right? We think so much. Like constantly on podcasts, we get asked this question. And it's, and so what would be something if you're, if it was a new person looking to start a day, I, I hear this question constantly. If it was a new person looking to get started today in X, what would be your advice? And the, the first part there is the person listening to that question is looking for this magical thing, but there, there's no magical thing. We're always looking for the unicorn, right? But it, it's just get going, get doing. That's all we can do. Just get things done. Get it done and do it consistently. Like once you get started, and you know we all we keep on harping on action. Take the action. But the thing is, it's consistent. We have to start revising that that phrase. It's not only action; it's consistent action. If you want to get into multifamily, you have to consistently learn, consistently take the steps, consistently underwrite, consistently talk to investors. If you want to get into, I don't know owning and operating a restaurant, then you have to consistently learn how to own and operate a restaurant. It's a consistent every day, every minute thought process. So let's talk about McDonald's, right? So not always thought of as the best um, source of food, but what it is, is consistent, right? And the same thing with Wendy's, consistency. And that made that process something that they were always looking to. And I saw McDonald's recently, I heard they're actually eliminating something like 130 products from their menu. So why are they doing this? Well, they're realizing here that instead of having the, the open buffet point, well, people now, where's the core products are going for? And so they did this. And now through the drive and they've seen their reduction in time spent 25, um, about 25 seconds per customer, right? So you look at that now. Now they get more people in the door. You, you give people less choices. And if you've ever gone with someone who can't make a selection, right, <laughs> that to a restaurant that's like a diner or the Greek diners you here have in New Jersey, that's a 74-page menu. Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing in the world because there's, there's too much to choose from. You say, okay, here's our options. This is what we do well. Here's where we're improving, right? And you can look in that in every part of your business, especially restaurants right now, looking at their core business. Where can we cut the fat, give the customers everything they need to be great with the experience, but again, not kill us across the board? One point that I saw, and I'm, I'm on the tangent, is that mm-hmm. when we ran this massive bar, the one thing that stood out to me, and I was just like, we're getting crushed on kitchen labor. Where, where is this? But we had nine salads and every salad had such random ingredients to it, right? And it was my first time stepping in that capacity to look at it. So you had nine salads that each had different points and you couldn't through line any of really the ingredients for any one of the salads. Well, of course, they were going to be through, through the roof because you take that to every single product that's got their own initial. You can't use the through line of the products throughout. Because you look at people that do it well, 
one product can be used in 10 different ways to really make the dish good for 10 different dishes, uh, 10 different dishes. But if you have one product, 10 products for each dish, well, that's a massive amount of inventory. Now you have to track inventory. Then you have to have labor that's going to prepare that. Then you have to have um, room space. You can think of how that changed. Well, what are we doing in our business where we can't have things overlap in a good way? And it's, it's all like going back to what you were saying about McDonald's, like, if you're going to model your business after McDonald's, then what you need to do is make sure those offerings that you are giving to your clients, your customers, those people that you're talking to, you know what, those people that you just interact with, you have to make sure your thought processes and your products and your, your kind of vision is so good and so honed in that you open your mouth and people know exactly what they're going to get. And they're going to get it really, really well, because you've gone from a 100 different things of no focus to six or seven concise items. And that's how you get to your goal. That's how you get to your values. That's how you get to systems. So you want a little trick here for commercial real estate. If you want to look at the, the dynamics of the property and you don't have the money to spend for the ad reports or the marketing reports or spend through these companies here, follow where the big companies are coming up, right? Because they're putting millions of dollars into marketing research to understand where they need to place themselves to be most viable for their customers. So follow the Chipotle's, follow the Home Depot's, mm -hmm. follow those points. If you're looking for blue collar working class neighborhoods, look for the, the, the big players that serve their need, right? Serve that need. Where is it um, that what's uh, Target is, is now putting up a store? Where are these places that people are now aligning themselves? Because if you can find a potential property in that area, you're piggybacking on the research that that company's already doing. Use that to your advantage. You don't have to go out there and redo all the research. Find how they're using their research to find the best location to meet that tenant base I or actually, that, that client base. I want to repeat what you just said. I want to repeat that. There are no new ideas. So if you see these big companies doing these massive shifts, something must be happening in that market. So if you're a restaurant and you're like, oh, well, I'm not McDonald's. There's no way I can do that. Well, you can still emulate their thought processes. What if, what if you took your menu from like a hundred dishes to 10 really, really amazing ones? Don't you think, don't you think that your restaurant would just skyrocket? Because now you'll be known for putting so much thought and so much care into those 10 dishes that people are going to want to eat that all the time. So you can think about that back to our goals and just doing enough. So if you're just trying to do enough to serve everything, but you're not doing anything great, well, what can we do here today to change that narrative? Look at our core processes and say, okay, I, I'm just doing enough in family. I'm just doing enough in fitness. I'm just doing enough in my job. I'm just doing enough for you know anything there. What can we do now to set up to be more productive? Let's do five ways. And so we'll call them five ways to set bigger goals and break bigger barriers. Go ahead. Number one, get specific. And I have trouble saying that word, so I don't say specific. it again. There, you said it better than I did. So <laughs> jump off Peely right there by that point. But most of the time that we want, if we get average results, it's because we have an average thought of what we want to accomplish. Do that much more. Number two, do that much more. Don't just do enough. If you run a huge company and you are taking care of everything, maybe you need to get a little bit more leverage, a little bit more employees, 
But also, also take that extra step, the extra care. If you run a restaurant, be that manager, be that owner that walks around and helps the busser bust some tables. Mm -hmm. Show them that you care so much about your restaurant, about what you're doing, that you will do this too. Number three is that you actually said push and push and go further with what that is, but think bigger, right? Think bigger. We set our goals so small that when we accomplish it, it just, it doesn't, it just really doesn't really create a ripple, right? Be that wave, be that wave of change. So it becomes so big and it's so monumental that you can set up real processes. So even if you don't get there, you look back in your late age, late years from where you were. Um, I'm going to go to the opposite spectrum now for number four, think small. We'll go back to what we were saying about, about really, really honing in and figuring out what it is. What are those menu items that will take you to the next le level? If you are thinking about getting into real estate, hone in and pick one asset class and do that asset class for six months, a year. See if it fits for you. Number five, surround yourself with people that are going to test you. Surround yourself with people that are going to are not going to let you be average, that are not going to let you sit there and be bland in your approach. And that can be on all sides. Right. You can always find someone who's out there doing more. You have these conversations with people. And, you know, I had my weekly accountability call with uh, with my friend Todd today. We get on. We talk about what we're doing, what we need to improve on. And we, I've looked at it. We're 45 weeks in. Right. And we have gotten. I can't speak for Todd, but he's, he's showing up every week. So I'm assuming he's getting value, but, but on that part, we're both getting there, committing to the call, making it happen. And we're setting up, you know, really concrete things that we want to accomplish by the next call. Those are things that we want to, and we go back and, you know, sometimes each week it has to pivot for other things that come up, but many times for the work, we're actually getting those steps done. All right. So you have to be specific. You have to think big. You have to think small. Now, when you say that part, you think big about the goal, but you have to think about the small step that gets there. So we'll tie that back together, right? So yes. it's, a, it's that point here where you do need to have a big, grand, uh, uh, just huge thing that you need to accomplish. So it doesn't just let you say, I want to get out and walk today. Okay, so maybe why am I doing that? That, that might be the small step. I'm going to get out and walk. Well, because I've, I've never gone out and, and accomplished something um, of, of, a, of a race or something. I want to walk a 5K in the next two months. Okay, so number one today is taking there That's and going right. to actually take a walk potentially around the block. That's your first step. But you have that big goal, and the big goal could be a 5K. So this is why I love 75 Hard. And you've met, you've heard me mention this before. 75 Hard can be scalable. Yes, you have to do two 45-minute workouts, one inside, one outside. But those workouts can be anything that you can do. When Andy Frisell put this thing together, he makes the onus on you to make sure you do what's right for your body. So if you can't run, then go for a walk. But but the thing is, if you wake up in the morning and you can run and you tell yourself, oh, I just don't feel like it. I think I'm just going to go for a walk or maybe I'll just stroll around in my garden. Yeah, that, that affects your psyche. So if you know that you can get out there, you can run and you can run that four mile, that six mile, that 10 mile in that 45 minutes, mm -hmm. then you do it. But the thing is. You do what you can do. And talking about running, we are at our 15-minute mark. Yeah, I want to make sure to say hi to Megan Sheehy. Hey, Megan. Hey, how you doing? And always great to see you. And, of course, yes. So we are at 15 minutes. I ran today. You had, I we had ran, a change of schedule, so you did ran, running. Yeah, and I ran. I did my 22 push-ups. I didn't get to my 50 yet. 
I ran, did my 20 push-ups, and did some yoga outside. Cool. And so I, I broke my last jump rope. So we got a jump rope yesterday. So I'm going to try and continue. I used it last night. So my goal today is break my jump rope. So I'm going to try and do that again. And we'll, we'll stand up. But I think it's a good jump rope. It should last a week. So, I, so I, I'd love to use it too. Good. So we'll get Peely to use the jump rope for a week before I break it. That, some more kettlebell workouts. We're at that point. We have our push-ups going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just constantly improving, right? So just constantly, you could just not do it. No. But what would that say? What, I mean, you're, if you're not doing something right now, then how are you going to grow? And how are, and if you're doing the very bare minimum or just enough, how are you going to take those steps to get to the next level? Yeah. And it could be just enough. Just a little. Or it could just be that just that much more. Was it? It's Tony Robbins. And if you haven't joined Tony Robbins, it has this free conference going on. Um, look him up. I forgot what it's called. I think it's called the comeback challenge. I'm a part of it. I'm going to try and jump on today, but in one of the videos he talks about it's like just like a three millimeter pivot and just imagine if you pivot that three millimeters how much different your life will be if you pivot take that like little bit of kindness or a little bit of strength a little bit of whatever it takes to get you where you need to go imagine how much further you'll be angel Angel says, I actually ran every other cul-de-sac of my 2.5 mile rope yesterday. My body hurts today, but it felt really good. That's right. That's right. That's the feeling of your body saying, I, I got it. I did it. I said I was going to do it and I accomplished yes. it. Awesome work. That's huge. And on your narrative right there, three millimeter change. I mean, there's there's that study that if a plane did that in some capacity, like an inch over from where its destination would be and was heading from LA to New York would end up in DC, right? So that can go on the positive or the negative, right? So these little things that we think maybe aren't detracting from our day or taking us away or, you know, this won't add up too much. They can take you way off course. But you have the moment that you can change right now and be the comeback story. Everybody loves it. Everybody loves that comeback story to come back to. So today your work is look at how I can just do that much more. You don't need to do these things. You go climb climb Mount Everest today. You don't need to do these monumental things. Um, Come up with that million, billion dollar idea. You need to just do that much more. And then tomorrow, that much more. Then the next day, that much more. That much more. Just take those little steps. Oh, before I forget, I am going live at 3 p.m. today with the women's, the multifamily women's mastermind. I'm super excited. This is Chat, Candace, and Michelle. Mm -hmm. We're going to be all together in one uh, Zoom room or I don't know, it'll be StreamYard or StreamYard. And it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to get to dive into what they're doing in their businesses today. Talking about kiddos, I'm taking a bike riding. We're going to do that. It's going to be some fun out there. So I will try and keep uh, three of them on board. But that's a wrap. We are here. Peely's uh, (laughs) now going into tech mode. So see you with that. We will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging. Bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.